the PHNX VIP oh, Lounge brought to you by the Drakian Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star review. We knew the Phoenix Suns were coming into this one with revenge on the mind. And on the second night of a back-to-back, boy, did they get it, defeating the Miami Heat 111-90. to This was a good win for the Suns. Uh, I would venture to say perhaps the best win of the season, the way they dominated that second half. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Any team, any time is the motto here because the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. Suck it, Miami. <laughs> I love this game so much. I mean, at the beginning of the game, I'm not even going to lie, the first half, when Miami came out, had 25 points in the first six minutes of this game, I looked to Saul and I said, <laughs> maybe we don't want Miami in the finals. I don't know. I'm but, just saying. But 65 points in the next 42 yes. minutes. That's, that is the key right here. The Suns' defense of de- defensive performance tonight was the best of the season. They were absolutely blanketing Miami at every single move. Miami had no chance. They had no chance in that second half. They had no chance because shooters weren't getting as wide open as they were in Phoenix the first time, and they got absolutely throttled. Jimmy Butler, be damned or not, the Suns absolutely destroyed the Miami Heat. I'm not even scared of the Miami Heat if we had to play them in the finals. Fuck them. <laughs> okay, can we clip that? That was at the what uh, mark of the show? No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two forty-two. Mark it down. Uh, Saul says F the Miami Heat. Yes. Uh, look, no. I, tonight is exactly what you wanted to see. It was a battle of the two best teams in the NBA. Uh, both the well, the Eastern Conference number one seed and the Phoenix Suns. And uh, and look, this is what you wanted to see from the Suns. They came out and they proved that. They have the horses to run with this. And I, let me let me look at the camera. I don't know where we are here. I was wrong in saying that defense isn't sexy. Because tonight, <laughs> defense was damn sexy, all right? Yo, those those rotations tonight. Oh. That that camp <laughs> that campaign block Just that he had in the corner. So sexy. Mikhail. Oh Fantastic. Didn't know I could feel this way about defense in Phoenix. I was not aware. Um, <laughs> shall we go to the bar? Let's do it. Sure. Let's do it. Take us to the bar. What it, are we drinking tonight, the Miami Espo? Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yes, nice. yes, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, Very <baby>. nice. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, it's you guys perf- are so goofy. It's, per- <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect night to have a nice drink. Of we course. Got the, we got the tunes behind We're us. At- we got a lot of people behind us. And plenty of it people. It was a nice little environment. Some loser-ass Miami Heat fan was in the back. And when the Miami Heat tried to make a little sliver of a run by hitting back-to-back shots, that's how desperate this guy was. They hit back-to-back shots, and my guy started clapping and got loud. And then the Suns proceeded to go on like a 15-0 run, and he never was heard from again. I actually think he doesn't even exist anymore. I think he vaporized right in front of our faces. I, I think he ran across the street, got a Suns jersey, and came back. There you as go. As there as you a go. Suns I got up a little bit. Weird. Maybe I should and stay with the hometown team. The chat wants us to say it. The Suns have officially clinched a play off spot, not that it was ever in doubt, da, 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 da. but and but the magic number is down to what? Eight. 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 Let's go. Let's do it. Hells yeah. By, by the way, we are at the Ainsworth, where that's why uh, why you're hearing all that beautiful, beautiful noise 
back Which there. we will be back at the Whoa. end of the month the on 30th. May 30th. Yes, so well, schedule Mar- it now. March 30th. We'll probably be here May 30th, too, for, for a Western Conference Finals March 30th game. against the Warriors. So it'll be a late night uh, or a later tip uh, yeah. as opposed to this 5 o'clock. So I know a lot of people were kind of coming in late because of the traffic, but... Yeah, this it, it should be fun. You're missing yeah. out on a great opportunity to hang if you don't come in three weeks. It really was a great time. Like we all got to hang out, we all got to chat. Great food, good drinks, yeah. great music. It's like throwback music in here tonight. It was solid. Uh, so pencil it in, come hang out with us on the 30th of March. Amber Hill, these are uh, Ren and Stimpy socks. Ren and Stimpy. There you go. I like it. Very nice. Nice throwback uh, socks there. Yeah. I like it. That was one of my favorite cartoons. I feel like we have to officially welcome Devin Booker back to this Sun Squad. Out of health and safety protocols, like he never missed a beat, though, tonight. He finished with 23 points, two blocks, two steals, nine assists, and eight rebounds. Book was flirting with a triple-double there, and I think, honestly, if Monty didn't pull all the starters, he could have had it at the end of this one. Well, listen, we talked about before the game started, that we wanted Devin Booker to come in and not have to force the issue. Yep. Just right. play nice, solid, fundamental basketball. Let the game come back to you because, you know, you got to get back into a flow. There's no need to rush it. There's no need to force it because you got a lot of dudes around you that are very, very good. He did exactly that tonight. He played a fantastic game. I really love the rhythm and the way he went about his business out there on the court. Just a, f- a fantastic game. I'm so happy he's back. Glad he's gone through this uh, this COVID protocol and he's good to go. 23 points on 12 shots. I mean, that's uh, that's efficient. He was 7 of 12 for Book. I loved what we saw out of him. Uh, and I think that health and safety protocol was actually keeping the rest of the league safe from how great he was playing because he came right back and played exactly the way that that he had been came right back in the rhythm Devin Booker is a, a beast and we know that and the rest of the NBA is continuing to get a taste of that and tonight was an example of when he just plays like we were talking about within himself there's nothing you can do to stop him in any facet of the game it was, it was pretty I'm just so glad that I mean I don't know for sure because we haven't gotten to talk with Devin since he returned But based off of his performance tonight, I think you could make an educated guess that his COVID situation wasn't a rough one for him. He was able to still maintain some some game shape. Obviously, he didn't miss a whole lot of time, but I am just very thankful for that because it would have sucked to have to kind of like ease him back into things and be worried about the conditioning and just his health overall. So it feels like he was able to clear this really easily, and I'm hopeful that it remains that way as we move forward in the season. I mean, a couple things are always to, to Devin's benefit. Number one, he's rich, so he probably has a nice he probably has a nice little setup at the house where he can you know put some shots up, get a little cardio in. Totally. Like, so he's not going to completely fall out of shape. Like, if any one of us get COVID, we're at home. We're probably gaining 15 pounds. That's a loss. Or so, losing 15 pounds. Or losing 15 pounds. Is, totally gas when we come back. Uh, but Devin definitely doesn't have those obstacles to deal with, which is nice. So that is the benefit of being a superstar NBA player with a, a little bit of coin in your pocket. Yeah, I mean, and no jet lag, obviously, tonight. No, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad nobody listened to you get jet lag if you fly private? No, I actually think you get more energy. I believe that's <laughs> totally the way it do. works. Because you get to stretch out. You've got your food, drinks at your disposal. He like, probably had a hyperbolic chamber. Phone. It was yeah. 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 He had those, what are those, um, the... 
the compression pants. The compression pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got to Miami feeling better than when he left Phoenix, and it showed. For sure. Absolutely. We had a whole bunch of people in the chat talking about Devin's defense. Uh, Scott specifically said the defense from book two, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation point. Devin played phenomenal defense. This whole team, I know that's what you said, defense is sexy once again for the Phoenix Suns or for the first time maybe for the Phoenix Suns. Um, this, this defensive effort, Gerald had tweeted out that Monty said that this was one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen. It was. I mean, across the board, but to, to, to the point on Devin, Two steals, two blocks yeah. from Devin Booker tonight. Uh, I mentioned the, the campaign block. Like, everybody was involved. And Mikhail Bridges early was everywhere on the floor, defensively and on the glass. He was spectacular. It was exactly what you wanted to see out of him. And he did it not just defensively, but he was effective offensively, too. This is the kind of Mikhail Bridges that we have all said we want to see. He came up big. Uh, when the bright lights were on, because this was a national TV game against the best team in the East as well. Yeah, I mean, li listen, uh, somebody in the chat earlier said the defense almost made them want to cry. Uh, that's how <laughs> great their defense was tonight, and I absolutely agree. I have, I don't think I've ever seen a Phoenix Suns team not only play defense to the level that they play tonight, but also with the chip in the edge that they had oh, tonight. Yeah. They were not putting up with Miami's bullshit no. tonight in any way, shape, or form. When's the last time you can remember before this era of Suns and outside of Barkley, you that you can remember a team just absolutely not giving a shit about the other team trying to enforce and impose their will? Never. Never. Not, and even with the Barkley years, that wasn't always the case. It was case. basically the, just this, him, and then yeah. everybody else kind of was I'm, just whatever. This... This is the most complete, the toughest, the the most swagger-filled, the best defensive team. This is the best Suns team we've ever seen in Phoenix in the regular it's season. It's not even close. No, it, it really isn't. is not even close. Because if you take any of the superstars off of the seven seconds or less teams, or if you took Barkley off of the Suns, they would struggle. Well, you have taken Chris Paul off. They still continue to thrive. You even took Devin Booker out, and they still found a way. You took Cam like, Payne they or Cam, took, uh, Cam Johnson, Johnson out, and they still found a way. Like, these motherfuckers are for real. They're the fucking best team of the NBA and the best Suns team ever. Well, I, and, it, like, you bring up the seven seconds or less teams. Remember when Nash wasn't there? How it was like they went from the best team in the league to the worst. Like, there's there's not a huge drop-off, and that's not a knock on Chris Paul. That's not a knock on Devin Booker because it's for a short period of time. Now, an extended period of time, you probably feel it a little bit more with, with both the guys out, but this team was built and constructed by James Jones in a way that it could withstand this stuff, which was a lesson they learned last year. Right, and also, it's also... What's the word I'm looking for? Run correctly by Monty Correct. Williams to be able to withstand that. It's also the players on the court are bought in to make sure that it is run that way as well. I think this is like from top to bottom. You got to give credit where credit is due for the way that this team has handled everything this season. Every single person has thought about the small details. Every yeah. single person has bought into the bigger picture. And that is something that, like that, you want to talk about X Factor, that's the X Factor because you go without your your top two all-stars on this team. Cam Johnson, you remove him and you're still able to win games. You're still able to find success. Like, 
damn. Well, I mean, think about the other teams that, that, have, that have tried to come at the Suns, especially after last year's run, and talk about how, oh, well, if Jamal Murray wasn't injured or if Kawhi wasn't injured or whatever, right? Well, it's because those teams were weak. As a whole, they were weak. Yeah, they might have other superstars, guys. but those other superstars couldn't carry the day the way Devin Booker and company are. Because when Devin Booker goes down, Cam Johnson steps up. When Cam Johnson goes down, Mikhail steps up. DA steps up. Campaign is stepping up. Like, it's ridiculous how deep this team is. And it's like, it's like, Everybody's getting their moment right now. Yeah. Everybody's getting their moment, and it's so beautiful to see. And what could have been a stretch that that concerned fans, uh, that could have put placed some doubt in their in minds, was one of the best stretches of basketball we've seen. Outside of the last four minutes in that Milwaukee game, this stretch is enough to make you go, this team is okay in any situation. I mean, those three and a half quarters against Milwaukee were some of the best basketball we've yeah, seen this yeah. team play, and that didn't have the two stars and didn't have Cam Johnson. So I feel even better right now coming out of this stretch with, without Devin Booker than I, than I felt when we went into it, and that surprises me because I thought this will be 500 at best. You know, maybe they go one and three. This is my favorite win of the season. Yeah. Easily, This is my yes. favorite win of the season. Absolutely. And not because we're here, but because you got to see a complete game on both sides of the ball. They worked effectively inside. I mean, JaVale and DA did a fantastic job today. And then from the perimeter and then driving to the basket and defensively, like it was just a beautiful, like this is the game you put on for, for your team that you're trying to coach and educate them on how do you play good basketball. This is, this is the model. What they did tonight was the model of how you play basketball at a very high level. And look, there was even room for improvement offensively. I mean, they only shot 29% from beyond the arc and what was it, 40, 45.5% uh, from the floor overall. So while I agree with you, in it, there's, the starters in particular played, it played great offensively. There's still room for improvement, which is insane. Yeah, because they won by 20 plus. And this was the most complete <laughs> game I think we saw this year. So you can still improve on that. This team somehow can still get better and they're already the best team in the league by nine games. I think the one thing that we haven't really talked about yet that might be one of the bigger things, bigger storylines of this game, is that it's the second night of a back-to-back. -back. It's almost yeah. like we've completely just forgotten about yeah. that. And typically, second nights of a back-to-back, -back, obviously, especially when you're the team that is traveling, is really hard. And oftentimes, you see teams kind of lack energy and enthusiasm and effort. And I understand in the first half, it was it was a little bit of a struggle, maybe in the first half of the first quarter specifically, because after they scored that 25 points in the first six minutes, the Suns did really clamp them down defensively. Like, they were like, okay, we, we got to stop something here. Offensively, maybe it wasn't as many shots falling as you are used to but i still think that you got to give credit there as well because that's tough to be able to find that much energy that much effort because we're talking about defense and we all know defense is majority effort oh yes it's majority energy right the fact that they were able to have this type of a defensive performance on the second night of a back-to-back -back is isn't you know why you know why you didn't think about that because the mentality that the suns have 
is now starting to rub off on the fans. Yeah. Like, we are now bought in on the defensive mentality. That's we true. are now bought in on no excuses. Doesn't matter who the fuck is missing tonight. We still ball. Well, like, yeah. that's what we do. And as fans, we're starting to understand that mentality, and we're starting to identify with it. And, hell, I didn't think about that one time today. No. Because it's not an excuse. Because they're not using an excuse. Right. They go out there and they ball. And they balled their ass off tonight. And when you're watching it, and then you think about it, you're like, oh, shit. What? <laughs> How refreshing is that, though? Because we it's went awesome. through a decade of awesome. nothing but excuses, yeah. and now it's like there's there is none. Monty does not believe in that. This team doesn't. They've embraced that Devin Booker, Chris Paul mentality of, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to win a game, and they just go out and they do it. They don't care who's in front of them. I love this team for that, you know, because that's the mentality we all got to go every day through is I don't care what's in front of me. I'm going to take care of it. So we've been talking quite a bit about defense, but we have yet to talk about one of the best defenders on this team, and that is Mikael Bridges. And tonight he is our draft king, king of the game. Mikael Bridges finished with 21 points, nine rebounds, and three assists. He also had a block in there as well. Mikael Bridges is the epitome of defense for this team. And then also to be able to contribute 21 points and nine rebounds and three assists on top of that is huge. Because the other night we were talking, I think Mikael didn't have a single rebound. Big goose egg. Yeah, and I love that everybody on this team feels like they're putting in more effort. They're focusing their attention more on the boards, and that's going to be really important. One thing you'll notice with this team is they don't make the same mistake uh, multiple times in a row, right? They know they knew the rebounding was was an issue there for a handful of games, and they've made a concerted effort to correct that. You could tell that with McHale's mentality. Uh, Da did it in the second half, fantastic. Obviously, at 19 against Orlando, and then JaVale McGee came out can, on the boards tonight, Can too. we see that, that graphic one more time? I, I failed to uh, take a look at the king of the game. Oh, uh, oh that crown placement. We, we know who did that. That's a Leah special there. That, that is, is clean. That's exquisite. Clean. That, that is exquisite. Yeah. Now, obviously, Shane is still licking his wounds up in Vegas. Wow. So, Edward uh, in the chat said, most excellent crown placement props. There you go. That's a solid okay. compliment, Leah. A little Bill Don't and Ted Josh saying that it was so clean he could eat off of it. But yeah, so Mikhail did a great job tonight also of just pacing the Suns. Yeah. Like, it seemed like every time they needed a key bucket, especially in the first three quarters, this freaking fly, uh, <laughs> first three quarters, he seemed to always come up with it uh, and, and really keep the momentum going or at least not let the, the, the momentum swing the other direction. Uh, so offensively, I really want to give Mikhail props for what he did tonight mm-hmm. on that end. Yeah, offensively, he, he did great work. DA also pretty on offense, but just a hustle for Mikhail. It's hustle and heart. I mean, that's that's how that guy earned his money. That's how he's become a fan favorite here. He continues to do it, and uh, you, you can't you can't say anything bad about his game tonight. No, I don't know bit. that he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year, but damn, he deserves consideration. Yeah, damn, he does. He'll at least he better at least make a first or second team. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, first team. I, uh, who are you going to argue that? Who are the four better players than know. him? Like, I don't know. I, I, he deserves to be in a first team all defense. Uh, and that'd be quite the accomplishment for a franchise that's never, ever been known for its defense. Yeah. I think, I want to say back when we first started, when we first launched PHNX, 
I want to say I made a futures bet on Mikel to be the most improved player. Where do you guys think? Where do you think my bet I thought is you made, there? I thought you made defensive I think I might have put DA for that, to be honest uh, with I put you. DA for that. I yeah. think I might have put DA for that. I put campaign for uh, most improved at plus 6,000. I don't think I'm cashing that out. Yeah, so. I think I put DA and Mikel for most Im- I don't know. I don't think else. either one of them is going to get most improved. Where do, you, where do you think that is right now? I mean, shit. I mean, it's not going to be one of those two guys because their jump offensively, and that's mostly what people look at, isn't going to be significant enough, enough, to, enough to really make a big difference. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, as much as I love to yeah. to say it, it's yeah. It, there's a better chance he gets defensive player of the year consideration than he gets most improved. I mean, listen, if I have to take an L on a gamble, I'm totally yeah. fine with that as long as Mikel gets credit where credit is due within some I, of these awards. I think postseason. the I think the only postseason award we're seeing in Phoenix, there maybe there's two. Coach of the year and maybe executive of the year again. I don't think any of the players wind up getting it. It could be Cam Johnson, sixth man of the year. I don't see it. It could be. I, I, At least he's going to be in the running for it, I would think. They'll they'll give it to somebody that, you know, averaged 20-plus points off the yeah. bench. And, A lot of people have Cam Johnson for most improved player in the chat. What do you guys think? I just I don't think the Suns are going to are gonna get those kind of players. No. I don't think they give a crap. There's one there's one award that matters to them and it's the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah. The rest of it, whatever. They'll they'll love getting Monty a coach of the year, but the rest of it they couldn't give a crap about. They want that title. Yeah. Yeah, but I just want to know what you guys thought. I don't Not think I don't think any of them are gonna win any significant awards outside of being named all NBA or all defensive team. That's, That's it. booty. Uh, it, I, it is it, it is booty. You're I, right. It is absolutely <laughs> booty. Cam's Cam's I've heard that a minute. <laughs> it's, it's all the throwback the, music is bringing it out. It's like, look, Cam's beginning to the season, I think, cost him, right? Cam had a slow offensive start to the year and has caught fire as of late. I think that's the problem here, and that's why he won't get the consideration. Well, as long as we get to hoist that Larry O'Brien at the end of the year, I don't think nothing else matters. That's it. That's really all that matters. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break because i got to tell everyone listening out there about the latest offer from the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So if you're ready to feel the excitement of the conference championships like never before, Turn your team's victory into your own big win with the DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook app. So new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. It is that simple. If they win, you win with the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code PHNX. So the DraftKings Sportsbook app is great because it's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. Again, that's with the promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Just a reminder, that's 21 and older only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Yep, yep. You want to talk about DA? Oh, you know, you, I love to talk about DA. I know you love, DA. you love talking about DA. So I let's give DA a little bit DA. of love for tonight because he continues to play very dominantly. Another double-double for DA tonight. 19 points, 10 rebounds. The question was, could he can keep this up when Devin comes back, when Chris Paul comes back? 
we got at least one answer tonight. I mean, you know, the, the thing about DA is that I really wish the Suns would have realized. Tonight didn't matter, obviously, but when in games that they struggle, DA literally shoots 70% from the field. Like, bro, 70% yeah. from the field. And that little hook's automatic now. Dude. It's insane. It's ridiculous. It's just. I think I don't, we'd have to ask, find out the numbers, but I feel like just from like watching these games, I feel like he's almost more efficient like with that hook shot than he is like right below the basket. I mean, uh, I mean, we have to look at the numbers on that. But. I think he's been about, I think I saw since CP3's been out, he's shot about. 68% on on that mid-range and the yeah. and the hook. But guys, which is but guys, the only reason why he was scoring before was because Chris Paul. Well, you know, you could replace him with Bismack Biyombo and it. just be I mean, that's perfectly I, that's fine. what everybody was led to believe. I, I mean, he did, he's just a byproduct of CP3, that's right? That's it. Yeah, if I mean, CP3 wasn't in the fold, he wouldn't do shit. Chris's ghost must have been helping him with those hook shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah must have must have. Must Look, have. can he be inconsistent at times? Yes. That's fine because when he's asked to step up, he has. I give him all the freaking flowers tonight. Back up the truck, Lindsay. Dump him at the feet of DeAndre. All of them. All give of them. him the flowers. That, we're giving all of the flowers to DA. We're not distributing nope. evenly. Just for the last two nights, just give him to DA. Listen, everybody gets flowers tonight. Everybody. I will give one to Landry Shamit, and that's good enough. I'll take it. I'm trying really hard not to sneeze. <laughs> you're, you're giving, you're giving Landry Shamit a flower tonight. The reason why is because there was a, a three-point shot that he hit that I felt like kind of stemmed the tide from what Miami was. They were, at, they were. You could tell Miami might go on a run, mm -hmm. and when Landry Shamit hit that three, it kind of took the gas and the wind out of their sails, and so. I felt like it was kind of a clutch three. He didn't do shit for the rest of the night, so, I, but that big three was was kind of crucial. So I will give him a flower for taking that big shot and not hesitating on taking that big shot. You saw when he was one for seven, one for eight, one for nine, he got a three-point shot wide open in the corner. He, like, pump faked nobody and then passed it off. And I was like, bro, if you're going to be out there, you got to take the shot. Saul, Even if you miss them all, you still got to take the shot. Saul's the bachelor giving out the pity rose this evening. Mm. I mean, we're making progress. Hey, I'll Saul take... Saul's the one who was agreeing to give it out. That's progress. A one flower. Yes, that is a, that is progress. I will that say that. is progress. Um, How did you guys like campaign and book playing together? I always like campaign and and book when they get minutes on the floor together because like we said in pregame it takes the pressure off of both of them because now you got two ball handlers two guys that can score and it worked nice i mean cam struggled a little bit from the floor tonight four of, of 13 but still had 10 assists i mean and book had nine you got two guys that can distribute in that line and he also hit a couple back-to-back -back threes yeah. uh, in that third quarter and <laughs> Every time I see Campaign hit a shot that um, that is kind of a big shot or that he's feeling himself, I always think of Major League and the and the and oh, the, the, big and ball the, and the Japanese guy yeah. like doing the the big the, the Sam like, Cassell big I ball just, dance. I just need to see this from Campaign once or twice. You know, you get fined in the league for, for that, right? For the people on audio only, explain what you just did. Oh, it's basically like he has big balls, is I, what it I is. I just want to make yeah. sure everyone can understand. I, Lindsay, Lindsay me, wanted me to say that. Me saying big ball dance twice. 
twice, didn't give it away. You had to have Saul say big balls. Say big balls. Large so. testicles that he's uh, juggling around. Yes. For the audio people, we'll, we'll describe it colorfully as if they were bowling balls. They, uh, Here's a cool tweet from Gerald. He said, per the Suns, campaign now has five career double-doubles, two straight and three in the last four games. So he finished tonight with 11 Damn. points. Tennessee. He also added in four okay. rebounds and a block shot. Nice little block there for oh, campaign yeah. as well. That was my play of the night. That was nice. Because he had come back, I believe that was right after the ankle. He twists the ankle. Okay, I was real upset uh, when that happened. I'm not even going to lie. Like, <laughs> like, come on. Just just give me a break, okay? How many, how many more he do was, you need? He was okay. As far as we know, that, who knows? That was like me with Mikhail Bridges last night. I saw my entire life That's, flash before my Cam eyes. Look at Cam Johnson. He was oh, yeah. fine. He played through it. <laughs> Missed the last three games. But, but that block was my favorite play of the night. He had just come off that ankle injury. They flipped Miami flipped to the corner. I think it was Hero. Looked like he was going to get three uncontested. All of a sudden, campaign comes out of nowhere and swats it three rows into the stands. I I love that. That was like the epitome of what tonight represented. Didn't matter that he was in, that he had just been injured. Didn't matter that it looked like he got beat. He hustled and he showed that heart and he got that block. I love it. All right, is there anybody else you would like to specifically highlight from tonight's game? No, I think uh, like I said, one of the best games of the season. It was my favorite game of the season. And it's time uh, to come back home for these Raptors. You know, I'd like to I'd like to give some flowers to JaVale McGee. Okay. Right, not the greatest shooting. He was five of thirteen, but he had eleven points and fifteen rebounds. I mean, he he was doing the little things around the rim to get that get those extra boards. You know, which which we've documented. The Suns have struggled on that front over the last few few months, and he had seven offensive or last few games, excuse me, and he had seven offensive rebounds. I mean, that comes up big. That that makes sure you're getting extra shots, and Miami isn't. So I love I love what uh, Javale did tonight. People well. in the chat are really liking the music behind us. Are they? <laughs> yeah, so, that's pretty funny. I mean, it's it's all throwback music. How can you not enjoy it? Like, I was not expecting this to be what was going on here. Not even gonna lie. All right, gentlemen, we have a tweet of the night from the one and only Mina Kimes. She tweeted out, Suns Heat would be an extremely cool and fun final. Yeah, this was in the first half that she tweeted it. In the second half, I think she was probably thinking, nah, I don't know. I really think she hates Arizona sports, period. She's trolling. No. She hates the Cardinals. She hates the Suns. She's a Seahawks fan, so so I get the Cardinals thing, and she trolled them fantastically. I think Which this was, was genuine at the beginning of uh, of uh, in the second quarter when she tweeted this. I think it was genuine, but. I don't know. I, I mean, I'd like it if this is the way all four finals games played out. I'd be okay with it. So. Oh yeah, I would love. I would love. I, I would like, love to see the Heat. I would. I, honestly, listen. I feel like I, you would stress me out. I, just, I mean, I'm gonna be stressed out no matter what. I just want to see the Suns in the finals. That's just, all. I, I don't even care who we play. I just want to see the Suns in the finals. There. That's it. Back to back finals for the first time. Let's go, baby. Season. Let's go. We need a championship in this God-forsaken so city. Like the city needs a championship. Championship so bad, so bad, and if and if U of A doesn't beat everybody to the punch first, it's got to be the Suns. That, 
does. That doesn't count. The fuck That's it a doesn't. Tucson championship. It's that my is not championship. A it's that is my not a championship. championship. I'm taking it. That, yeah, look, I, <laughs> I agree with you. Look, this will be the first earned championship in Arizona history. The Diamondbacks, let's admit it, was a bot championship, right? Which is fine. I don't have a problem with it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. But this is a homegrown championship if this team wins. Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, Campaign, or excuse me, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton, all homegrown guys. Like, this, this is a group that we've watched from day one. I want to see them win it because it makes it even more special. And with Devin Booker's attitude towards, I want to be in Phoenix. I do not want to leave. This is, uh, this is the place that I want to build a super team myself. I want to see it for him because we were there, Lindsay, you and I, in building for those for those rough years for Book, and there was not a harder working guy. He deserves it more than anybody. Yeah. It just like uh, I think it's Sean in the chat. I can't really see because right behind the the screen is kind of Scott said, the Suns are the first love of this city, mm-hmm. and if the Suns win the championship, that kind of uh, you know solidifies everybody's feelings here in Phoenix of really buying into one team and loving them through thick and thin for freaking forever you know what's it 54 years or 53 years now it's it's just been such a grind for so many of us so if they were able to pull it off i mean the tears and the champagne will rain all over this city like you have never seen before uh, so man, I just I hope we get that moment. If the I Suns, really do. if the Suns win a championship, I, I I'll be on 24 hours straight. Oh, after I'm they not win. going like, to sleep. I will we, run up and down Central <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> we will do it. Not topless, but I will run up and down Central Avenue. <laughs> Hopefully not pantsless spring, either. Just, you're gonna have a spring, major sunburn. Spring <laughs> champagne everywhere. It'll be at night, Lindsay. What are you talking about? Sunburn? I don't know, it could be a Sunday afternoon. You could you could depending clinch on, on a Sunday on, depending on we're when all is, going streaking in our clothes. Depending I, on Ethan. <laughs> Win, they win this championship if they were to win a championship, right? Depending on the day and where at, it could very well be a morning parade. I promise you that. Oh, I, oh the parade, the yes. parade, yeah. Oh, the, the win. win. I'm talking about the win, like just oh, to, to cement okay. it uh, right after the yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, I see, yeah, yeah. I, see. No, I thought yeah. we were talking more like the day of the parade. No, 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 no. Yeah, that'll definitely be during the day. Okay, that parade would be. A bee said that parade will be something different. Oh man. Uh, I, It'd you know be, what? it'd be the, uh, let's not get ahead of yeah, ourselves. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> let's let's not, just, yeah, let's, uh, we can, we can talk so about hard. it. We can talk Ugh. about it in June, all right? Uh, I'm, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But yes, it would be very nice. And, and after a night like tonight, you go, I can legitimately see. It. Just know that if that happened, it's going to take us like 15 to 30 minutes to come on air. Oh, totally. Because the crying. The composure that we will have the, to find I, will be so fucking hard. Honestly, I will be though, crying. Well, I'll leave. If there's, a, if there's even a potential for a moment like that to happen, like we're up three games in a finals series, we're going to be in a place like this. Oh, and for we sure. hope that all of you oh would be I will be crying in public. Oh and if you're not able to hang out with us, then yes, keep in mind, well, it'll, it'll take a few oh minutes to get live for sure. <laughs> anyway, let's, right. like you said, let's not get Getting too ahead of ourselves. too far ahead of ourselves. I will say, though, tonight it was good. I think the reason why we're having these conversations is because tonight made you feel that much more secure. Can I take my shot? Yes. Um, but real quick, before you take your shot, did 
I know I brought up Miami and Mina's tweet. Did I ask you guys who you would prefer to have in the, if we were to make I, it to the finals? Let me make this clear. I'll look right in this camera. I don't care. Bring anybody on. That's how much I believe in the Suns team right now. Uh, likewise, but if I had to choose, I want Milwaukee. I want vengeance. I want retribution. I want revenge. I mean, okay. I like that one. All I don't right. I don't mind Chicago either for the same thing. Uh, bury the demons of 93, and we could stick it to our CHGO No, because friends, I can't beat right? Michael Jordan anymore, so I don't oh. give a shit uh, about yeah, the Bulls. I, mean, I can beat Giannis. I want to beat Giannis. I don't know. Maybe they can bring Michael in for a few minutes just to dunk on his ass or something. I just a little bit? <laughs> just, just something. <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready, Saul? Let's Are you it. ready for this? It's time to take your shot. Presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. For far too long, the Phoenix Suns have been the secondary plot to the NBA season. The Warriors get the shine. The stupid Lakers get the shine. Uh, all the East Coast teams get the shine, but never the Suns. And, 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 and as Suns fans, we've kind of, in, in an indirect way, we've kind of clamored for it or, or felt shunned by it. And then we kind of embraced it like, hey, you know what? It is what it is. We don't give a shit about the national media. We are that team. And I think right now, people around the NBA are starting to notice like, well, damn. Like, this team is like good, good. They weren't a fluke. They're not a shot in the dark. They are an actual, legit NBA championship contender and the best NBA championship contender. When you see how the Warriors have fallen apart without yeah. Draymond Green, um, and, and they got Clay back in the fold, and he's still not completely in rhythm, and all this other, all the excuses that they're making for him. The Lakers are an afterthought. They're not even fucking close to this. They might not even make the play in. Brooklyn's um, falling apart. Brooklyn's falling apart. Milwaukee Bucks haven't been playing the greatest this season. The Heat, you still don't know if you could trust them or not. The Bulls, they're kind of a flash in the pan, too. So you don't know who is legit. The Phoenix Suns are motherfucking legit. They're the best team in the NBA. My man says it every single night for a reason. It's because they do it on both ends of the court, and they do it at such a high and complex level that other teams in the NBA just cannot match up to it on a game-to-game -game basis. So tonight's take your shot is fuck the nation, fuck everybody else. We're the best team in the NBA. Take your shot at us, and you're going to fucking go down. But, there you go. Look, I, the national media... Take it with the sound effects. Love the, it. The national media still looks at Phoenix and thinks tumbleweed, cowboys, all that bullshit that you think. You always see it in there. I mean, there's still it, some of that here. But, uh, it's the fringes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, I'm just kidding. I mean, you always see that. They don't, they don't even take it serious out here. And the Phoenix Suns are going to force them to take the Valley very seriously over the next few months. One more time. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. I think if the Suns were able to win a championship, that would really turn things around as far as national media attention goes. And if, if the Memphis Grizzlies can continue to also have success, I think that's another area where it'll help shift the narrative a little bit with national media. Now, granted, the Grizzlies do get more than us. They yes, do get more respect because than us. John I'm very Morant aware of has that. lots of highlights. That's the that's the simple reason that's that they it. got the that's shine yes. over the last few weeks if too. If John Morant was playing below the rim, those motherfuckers wouldn't get shit.
But I think if you continue to have success in these quote unquote smaller markets, yeah. then they're gonna have to start paying attention because people will stop tuning in to the articles they write. If you're if you continue to have the top dogs of the league be like the Suns and the Grizzlies and even Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland is up and coming as well, you know what I mean? Things will have to switch. Well, They'll have to change because people will want to talk about the best teams in the league, especially if they can hold it down for three to five years. I wasn't trying to point at you. I was just I was You're I, fine. You're I had fine. a point that I wanted to make. Uh, look at a place like the Athletic. And I'm not trying to call anybody out too much, but they completely stripped their coverage of the Phoenix Suns. Mm -hmm. The right? timing of that was it, terrible. Awful. It was hilarious. Awful. Terrible. And they let one of the best writers go. And Gina Mizell's now on the other side of the country covering the 76ers. Mm -hmm. Like, the disrespect on devaluing what this area can bring to you is absolutely ludicrous. Suns fans love coverage. They do. Uh, of course. We've seen it here in this network alone. And the fact that a, a high-profile outlet like The Athletic would take all their coverage away from not only the Suns, but obviously the Coyotes, and obviously the Suns and the Coyotes are in two different categories right now, is kind of ludicrous. And that's a kind of example of the, the national disrespect that Phoenix gets in relation to other cities. Guess what? We're here. And we're covering the Suns, and it's fantastic. And we have great writers like Jared Bourget that's doing his thing. And it's, it's because we love this team. And we're, we're regional. We're local. We've lived and breathed this team for our entire lives. And we know what this team is all about. We know what you fans are all about and what you bring to the table. And, uh, you know, it's valuable. It's absolutely valuable, whether other people see it or not. Is this the uh, tele telethon uh, portion of the program? Uh, do uh, we want to donate? Do we want to do swears for kids? Because I just dropped like forty-five dollars a lot. Yes, you, absolutely. You Let's get, do it. You can get a PHNX tote bag for five ninety-nine in donations this evening. Just drop them in that super and chat. And it just happened because my guy AC Cards Phoenix Suns on God said, and I can't see the. Oh, there he it is. He said, "Yep, they doubted Suns during their come up." All the way till now with Grizz, they anointed them from the beginning, shaking my head. Thank you, AZ Cards fan, for That's the super fair. chat. Appreciate you. Your yeah. tote bag is in the mail, so I will send it to you. That's $5 on the big tote board tonight. <laughs> oh, you're at, pretty good at that. Uh, well, you lie. know, I practiced for years being the cheesy announcer. Rashad in the chat says he likes that uh, dope shirt I'm wearing. You can get that at phnxlocker.com. Stop with the voice. Please. I can. Yeah, you can get it. At, <laughs> it's the, uh, the new Point God uh, shirt that literally hit my mailbox yesterday. I said, I've got to wear this to the event. Uh, so yeah, you go go to gophnx.com. You can pick it up. Uh, and if you subscribe, you can get it for free if you subscribe for an annual membership to gophnx. Right. This water hits a little different after like 9 p.m. Because it oh, ain't yeah, water. Is that right? Is that right, Saul? Your water? So tasty. They couldn't have brought you a bigger cup of water? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That. I'm not mad at you. Um, but yeah, definitely check out gophnx.com. Gerald writes amazing content for well, um, the Phoenix let's Suns. Let's not be too nice to him. He's not here. So Gerald writes adequate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gerald, Gerald writes fantastic uh, content, the best that's out there. Yes, so. but it's also all the teams in the Valley. So if you happen to also be a fan of the Cardinals or the Coyotes or the Sun Devils or the Rising or whomever else, GoPHNX.com has you covered. And as Espo said, you can get that shirt there. Espo did Ed, definitely Ed, sound like you were Edward, drooling. I did not sound like I was you drooling like Harry on Carey. myself. Harry Carey here. 
<laughs> if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> I'd cover myself in relish and hot dogs and mustard. I'd be delicious. <laughs> Lizzie's Lizzie like, I don't know Lizzie who Harry Carey no is. That's fine. I don't care. He was a drunk Cubs announcer back in the day that talked like this and never knew what to say. If you spelled Mikel Bridges' name backwards, it'd be Mikel Bridges. And he had a fantastic game tonight. Bless Leah's heart. She's over here. and She's like, please make it stop. She even got into the comments to ask very nicely. Please make it stop. <laughs> um, if you are listening to this on audio with headphones on, apologies. We didn't mean it. We will keep Espo from doing that for too much. Um, Joe, I probably cow. don't know because I don't watch a lot of baseball. That's fine. He's dead, I, though. He's I would been prefer dead for like to go years. to baseball games. Oh, well, You can't even go to baseball games. No, it's been 25 years, and that explains a lot, too, because I'm not old enough. I know. Now. You were like five when he passed away. Sir, it's all good. Search Will Ferrell, Harry Carey. You'll understand what okay. we were doing. You'll laugh your ass off. It's okay. one of the best Saturday Night Live sketches ever. Anyway, while we wait for girth. So just a quick update from him. He's already talked to Monty. He's talked with Mikkel. He's talking to Devin now. Okay. So I'm going to guess seven minutes. Okay. Okay. We have something we can talk about in seven minutes. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He's out at the clubs in Miami. Let's, let's be go. honest. He's he got is. the shirt unbuttoned down to the navel and he's having some fun at the clubs. Yeah. And he has the gold chain. He's got the gold chain. <laughs> he's, got the gold chain. he's got the little peace right. fuzz on his chest. He's like ready to go. I All should right, have Lindsay, let him borrow my glass. L- Lindsay, what, what is our uh, special should... topic this season? All, All right. So Saul and I got into it and just a quick disclaimer. Um, it did sound like I was pretty heated last night. I went back and listened to the podcast. I, it was all good, fun, and playful. I really wasn't mad at you, Saul. But Bullshit. I really wasn't. <laughs> we were talking about wheels and doors. Come on. Anyway, another She was still mad when she debate. showed up today. <laughs> I wasn't. Not about wheels and doors. Um, I had another crazy internet debate pop up on my For You page today. And the question at hand is, who would win in a fight? a bear or a shark. But here's the deal. There are rules and kind of a little bit of explanation here, okay? Okay. It's whatever type of bear and whatever type of shark you personally deem the best, okay? Now, sharks can, um, most shark attacks happen in shallow water. water. Bears also hunt in semi-shallow water. So this fight is happening within three feet of water, but it's not the entire ocean, no. right? It's like, it's basically no, it's, it's like, like basically your grandpa's like backyard court. A, above ground pool is where, where it's yes. going to take place. So three feet of water, whatever shark you think is the best, whatever bear you think is the best, who wins in a fight? Bear. Hold on, whatever bear. whatever shark you think, like, bear. are they fictitious sharks? Bear. Because the Meg? No, that thing no. That's well, no. Megalodon wouldn't no. work in three okay. feet of water because well, he would literally be out of the water I mean, that's and not true. able to move. So that's so true, but I still don't think a bear's beating. But a bear's I winning. I think a bear overall is going to win the fight because it's used to being both on, on land and in the, in water, the water, in that yeah. shallow right. area. It can move more. Like, how how's a shark going to move effectively in three feet a of water, A pole bear would right? tear your ass up. You're done. I mean, I, it... it the bear looks and goes, ooh, that's a big fish. I'm going to eat well tonight, right? <laughs> that's a big fish. Like, that's what the bear's going to think seeing a shark. And the shark's not going to know what the hell to do with this thing out, out of the water. No, it's, it's a shark. And a- okay, hold on real quick. So Metal Mike and Aussie Suns fan said shark. 
um, I need you guys to give me some more specific reasons as to why, because my initial thought is also bear. I feel like a bear has the upper hand. They literally have hands or claws, you know what I mean? And teeth. And a shark is a little less agile, like it's got to fully turn around, most mm -hmm. of them anyway. Yeah, Bears have more, more mobility. If a shark did get a good grab of a bear, though, it's over. Well, I true. would say. But, true. But the bear's smarter than that. It's used to hunting in that in, in that yep. kind of water, right? Like if you're throwing a if you're throwing a bear in thirty feet of water, totally different story, yep. right? Yep. But this three feet make it make it where the bear has the advantage here. hundred percent. Yeah, a bear would absolutely. Uh, the shark would attack the bear, and the bear would just thump it right in the head, and game is over. I truly believe that if the shark got a hold of the bear before the bear, like if the bear wasn't able to swerve the first attack by the shark, the shark would come out victorious. Isn't but if the bear was able to swerve the first attack by the shark, it would have the upper hand 100%. But isn't the bear going to be... Uh, I still think the bear's faster, smarter, is going to get behind that shark before the shark makes the first move. I just... I don't see the shark being able to maneuver the way we think. Three feet of water ain't that much. You okay. can't sneak attack in, like, a small surface area. The bear can see the shark. MCG Blue says shark skin is hella tough, like, unpierceable. Un and then Bam said sharks because, yeah. And then sharks, Bam said sharks because they can crush anything with their teeth. They do, that's what I'm saying. If they get the first bite in, it's over. Oh, I yeah. I mean, if if the shark gets the first bite, of course. I just don't think he would. Hossie Sons fan said Bear would be distracted by the Spice Girl. Just like Saul, absolutely. <laughs> we, did, we didn't discuss what music would be playing during this fight. This so. is true. We, we didn't go with that one. Well, it would be Don't You Wish, of course. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um... Edward says sharks are just bigger versions of salmon. Who what eats salmon? Bears. The bears. The bears. The, the bears. bears. That'd uh, be better with the mustache if I still had it. Yeah. Ben said, "Why did the bear and the shark have to be fighting? Why can't they be friends?" I don't know. I'm not the internet. I didn't make the rules. Um, <laughs> Ginger spice was my jam back in the day. <laughs> MCG Blue, what is wrong with you? Okay, um, Bob just tried to say a car trunk lid is definitely a door. <laughs> We're going back to that again. Yeah, just real yeah. quick. Do do you think a trunk is a door? Yes. Espo, do you would you consider yes. a trunk a door? Yes. Do you consider it's on a, a hinge. gas cap a door? Uh, the, not the cap, but the the. The flap that covers the cap? Yes, that's a door. All right. Well, you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm getting updates right now. I don't think Gerald is going to be able to join us right now. But we will have him share some updates on our social media account. So be sure to follow on Twitter at PHNX underscore sons. Should we play guess what the guy said? Because no, no, no. <laughs> you want to go home? Sh sh shut your mouth. Let her <laughs> land the plane. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. We greatly appreciate your support. We love having you join us here live in the chat, interacting with us. If you listen to this on audio, wherever you listen to your podcast, we appreciate you as well. Gerald Be will sure. give us a two-minute little recap afterwards, too. Yep, on our Twitter page, phnx underscore sons. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We always appreciate you guys. I can't say it enough. Next time, also be sure to come join us at the Ainsworth in downtown Phoenix on March 30th if you're able to. 
what was the door wheel debate? No, we're I not doing an espo. espo. <laughs> Look at your text messages. I want to be the arbiter Jesus. of... Uh, no, we're not doing it. Uh, I, we'll it do it. We'll what, do it on Friday. Whatever Saul, whatever Saul said, that was the winner. That's the way to go. Right. You can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember, don't you wish your girlfriend looked like me? <laughs> oh, boy.